What's up, Wrecking Crew? This is John. And Kayla. And we are your hosts as usual. We are excited to hang out with you guys today, tonight, whenever you are listening. <laughs> we are, of course, unofficially brought to you by Rolling Rock. And as usual, if anybody knows the people at Rolling Rock, please get us a shout out or a sponsorship or something. I'll take a free I'm just t-shirt. Do this every time. Every darn time until somebody reaches out. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm just going to reach out just to like stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're sorry this is a day late. Like we kind of said we were busy over the weekend. Hashtag #priorities or priorities whatever it was. <laughs> Um, spending time with family, so it was it was a busy weekend. Um, probably a lot of you guys don't know, but both of our families are not in the same state that we live in. We live in Seattle, and we have family in Oregon and California. So family time means having to travel, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and having to plan that out, and make time for it, and make the most of it. So. This weekend was a quick trip to my family's, a seven-hour drive for, how long were we there? 48 hours or a little more. I don't know if it was quite that much. Gosh, we got there at, what time? Noon on Friday, and we left at 7 a.m. Sunday, so yeah. like 36 hours, something like that. Yeah, and we got home exhausted, and we planned to try and podcast, but it's just been a long weekend, long week with work stuff, so we just did not have it in us. Um, but it was a good week. It was a really great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to my mom. Happy birthday, mom. It is her birthday. Yes. Uh, wish I could have been there to celebrate with her, but uh, yeah. hopefully get back there soon and spend some time with my family, so yep. um, yeah. This but, was a good weekend, though. It was two big events with mine. My little sister is getting married, um, and so it was her bridal shower. So all of us girls had that going on, and then my grandpa had his 80th birthday. Um, so got to celebrate that with him as well. So everyone just kind of like got together. And um, What did you guys do when we were at the bridal shower? We were shooting. Oh, fun. Oh, you no. got sunburned. That was... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I Obviously, y'all can see it, but I just gave Kayla my version of a like funny death glare. <laughs> I definitely got sunburnt, for those of you who know me. Yes, I have baby white skin, and it burns at the drop of a hat. So, yes, I got sunburned. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the highlights of the weekend for me was getting to have like a double date with you and my parents, mm-hmm. which was nice because we haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with them just because life is insane and you travel a lot and mm-hmm. so getting down there together is sometimes difficult but that was really fun i, I think they liked yeah, you i hope so <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was great it was it was really good i've actually been talking about it with people over the last day or so about you know just getting to actually know your family i think every time that i've been around them it's been i mean one was for a wedding the mm-hmm. other was we were stopping through over the holidays and it was yeah. like, you know, an hour and yeah, you know, didn't, I've really not had any chance to like get to know them one-on-one or, you know, really spend quality time with them. So that was yeah. really nice. It's hard to do with my massive family. You don't get a lot of intentional time because it could just be so crazy in the fun ways i love my family and how big it is and and the craziness that comes with that but yeah it is hard to sometimes have that intentional time 
but yeah, made sure we got it this time and it was good. I liked it. And something that I was, we were talking in the car with them because I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, just the, the example that my parents set for me, they never ever fought in front of like us kids growing up. Um, which I don't know how, I mean, again, big family, lots of kids, lots of craziness, very little patience. Like when, when you have a lot of kids, like you don't have a lot of patience left, mm-hmm. but they never seem to fight. And, you know, I, I, maybe one time they fought, but I remember bringing it up to them. I think when we were out with them, just like, why, why, why did you guys ever fight? Or like, what, what are your guys' problems? And my dad goes, well, we got it all out in the first year. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, they have talked about that. And that's their struggles, their stories. But yeah, it's just was a, I'm, I'm grateful for that example that they said. And um, yeah, if they got it all out in the first year, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, good for them. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. great. Had to be maybe some intense years. I was obviously there because I was, I was born when they were, fairly newly married so I was there but I don't remember any of it obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think and I, I I mean of course this is with all due respect do you think not seeing them fight had any sort of I mean obviously that's an amazing thing that they you know didn't but mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure there were like moments where they had their their frustrations or struggles and do you what are your thoughts on that? I, and I, again, please don't take that you know as a mean thing, but like, yeah. do you think it's super healthy to like not see your parents ever fight? Yeah, that's something I've always thought about. Is like huh, going through like my own struggles. Is like sometimes I'm like, huh, I wonder how they would work this out, or because they are just such a great example of a really good relationship. Like they've been married thirty years and mm-hmm. just are happy as can be have nine children like obviously they're happy <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. you know <laughs> um so... <laughs> i cannot believe you just went there i don't care <laughs> i like they have nine kids it's obvious <laughs> um but yeah no they're happy and so, so sometimes i've been like i wish maybe i'd seen a little more arguments once in a while so it might help me and i i've kind of like wondered like maybe that would have helped me more I don't know and what what actually brought it up when I asked them was I was overhearing a conversation from um some of my cousins who were kind of saying the same thing like yeah I never saw my parents fight and here we are newlyweds and like you know we got some struggles and I don't know is this normal right (laughs) you know yeah and so uh I don't know what are what are your thoughts on that I mean, I, I don't want to steal your line, so I'll let you talk about that in a minute because obviously we have an outline of things we want to talk about. But um, I think it's a balance, right? Like, I mean, you obviously don't want to see, you don't want your kids to see toxic behavior of, yeah. you know, screaming and yelling and all of the unhealthy things. And, you know, we can talk about our own shortcomings in that <laughs> area, but... Um, I think there is some value to showing your kids that, you know, it's okay to have disagreements. It's okay to, to, you know, yeah, be human and, and, and normalize that. Yeah. And, and show your kids how to, uh, resolve conflict, you know, conflict resolution. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, 
kids today and I think, you know, just in general, and I think people are embarrassed to disagree in public. Yeah. Know, or or yeah. couples are. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of shame and embarrassment around it, but it's like, yeah. okay, well, if you're resolving conflict in a healthy manner just because you're disagreeing or, or frustrated or upset, well, that's a bad thing. I think it's healthy. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know there's couples that I think we both look at, but I know I look at that I'm like, I really like the way they fight. You know, yeah. it sounds weird, but yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I really like that. Like they're both able to communicate healthily their frustration yeah and you know discuss it apologize for their end of things and come back to the end you're just kind of like well that's it like (laughs) oh i think you yeah i think you like pinpointed it when you said normalize it Mm -hmm. that to that's kind of it for me it's like okay normalizing that because you know i've always questioned like is it okay to have arguments is it not like, what should they look like? And things like that. So. Speaking of our uh, our host, that if you follow our Instagram, uh, our, our co-host, I hope you uh, probably can hear them in the background. <laughs> Kayla and I are cringing over here like, oh my God. Yeah. So <laughs> I think they finally stopped. But. Those stinkers. Yeah. So um, that would be Burns and Gunner uh, playing guard dogs. <laughs> Um, uh, so I'm sorry, okay. you, you got cut off there. So you were talking about normalizing yeah. that. So continue Yeah, I, you pinpointed it, just normalizing that. And I don't know, my parents, maybe they had, they didn't have arguments there. Again, I don't even know what they would argue about. Um, but normalizing it in a healthy way, it would be helpful because one of the big questions that, you know, we kind of talked about later that always comes to mind is like, how much is too much? What's okay? What's not okay? I think we even brought it up in a past podcast talking about like, you know, let's normalize arguments that people have so that we know, you know, what are healthy boundaries and, and what are things that should be addressed maybe with help, outside help, or are just like, you know, not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, like sometimes I've always kind of like wondered like how much is too much, how far do you let it go what do you mean by that like what what do you mean by how much is too much more of like what what's acceptable like what you know do you, is it okay to keep fighting about the same things or um you know what are some like breaking points or where do you need to like bring in other resources or help to like work through things okay let's i mean i like i think those are each individually like yeah. huge so you know let's go back to kind of the first part there like what do you you know talking about fighting about the same things like let's dig into that a little bit what do mm-hmm. you what what are your thoughts on that well I think you know especially when you've been in a, like a previous marriage or maybe like a long-term relationship where things come up and you want to try and like work them through so it's just kind of like trying to decide like Okay, what, how do we work through these things? What is worth working through? What isn't? You know, because obviously there are some things that happen or things get blown up that are trivial, you know? And you've said it before, I think, in previous podcasts or just in conversations, like, well, it depends on what your non-negotiables are. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I think it's really important, though, that, you know, like you brought up a, such a great point is 
just like screaming at me talking about you know how much is too much in terms of fighting about the same thing and that's what i i think is huge because i think we both have shared that in our past about fighting about the same thing over and over and feeling that frustration yeah um so expound on that like what is that really where where do you draw the line with how much is too much of fighting about the same thing and what is that what where does where does your mind go with that i think you know i i don't know you ask hard questions (laughs) after such a long day (laughs) well what do you think like where obviously you're thinking something or you have something going through your head so what what are you thinking I mean, I, I want to hear your thoughts on it more than anything, but, you know, since you're throwing it back at me, um, I think that, yeah, I, you know, if you're, if you're fighting about the same things over and over, there's the same fight or there's the same um, verbiage being used back and forth, um, you know, might be, I don't feel like you hear me, I don't feel like I'm respected, I don't feel... Like, uh, I have a say, you know, and, and, you know, they're, they're, whatever that is for you or, you know, your relationship. Um, I think that they're, yeah, I think that's, I think it's very telling. Like if you're having the quote unquote same fight, I think that one and or both of you are, are probably not communicating super well what the deeper issue is there's something that's making you feel that way and there's something that's causing um, those words to come out, you know, or that fight to happen over and over. Um, That's not to say that, hey, you know, there's sometimes things that just, you know, irritate you and, you It continues to be a thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's kind of what I was getting. I was like, what are those things that, you know, you need to just, like, let go. Where do compromises come in? And, you know, how do you look past some of those things? Because those those imperfections or those things that bother us um, and not make it a big deal. Like, I, I read something the other day. It was like, um, how do you know, like, it's the one? Or how do you know you really love someone or something? And um, the answer was when you you see all their flaws or their imperfections, but you still love them. I think that's an interesting way to look at it. And I, I'm not in love with that. I mean, I think (laughs) (laughs) honestly, like, um, it's not, I mean, I get it. And like, yeah, you, you, I, you should see the, the flaws and imperfections in the other person because if you don't you probably don't know them that well and you're rushing into it so i get that and i just think it's kind of a i don't know it puts a lot of like basing love and negativity oh Oh, yeah i can see where you you don't like that yeah yeah. Um, yeah but yeah i i mean i get it like you know i mean i have plenty of flaws just like we all do and mine are probably you know a little more surfacey and irritating <laughs> than others but no i think yeah i i get the the, the premise of it of uh, being you know like, yeah. yeah yeah well i think it, it 
again, like, going back to, like, maybe how much is too much or normalizing things, like, for me, the difference now, like, yeah, we've, you know, we've been in a relationship now for, like, eight months, something like that, that. yeah, and, of course, like, things come up, you know, at this point, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being in previous relationships, like, you bring a lot of baggage from those, <laughs> like, we talked about that, like, all the trauma, all mm-hmm. all that, and I do too, and, like, you also maybe sometimes have your guard up more after a divorce, because you're like, oh, like, you know, I don't want, I don't want that to happen again, because, mm-hmm. like, divorce is shitty, you know, so you have your guard up more, or you are just you're scarred and you're still hurt and healing it all and so you bring that into like the next relationships and yeah it carries it brings things up and things up in yourself that sometimes you don't like to see or want to see Mm -hmm. but you get i've gotten to a point where it's like you know i i want to fight with you you know like i want to work things out with you because i want like i love you you Mm -hmm. know and I compare that to the past where, like, there was a point fairly fairly early on where it's just, like, you get numb because it had gone too far, you know? So it's, like, I don't even want to, like, fight about it. I don't, I don't even care. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, like, figure it out or something. But the difference is, like, yeah, I see, like, our flaws. I see my flaws. But, like, I want to work those things out. And I think that's, like, a big difference, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's more willing to fight probably, as opposed to wanting to fight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know I'm kind of nitpicking on the the verbiage there. But, no, I think, I, you know. I want to fight with you sounds just more hallmarky. <laughs> I don't know. That. Yeah. It, it's it just, a tagline. You know, um, but, no, I think, you know, it's it's willing to fight through the difficult times and, you know, willing to, you know, work it out and, and, you know, get in the trenches together and, you know, figure out the, the difficult conversations, the difficult moments, the differences. And I mean, I think, you know, you know, obviously we're talking about this for a reason. We've been in that, you know, here a little bit lately, you know, we've had a lot of life chaos going on and, um, you know, a lot of stress for both of us in, in very different ways, but, um, we've had, you know, I mean, I don't think we need to hide it. Like we're normalizing. Right. Yeah. yeah we've been fighting more. Which I is, mean. yeah. Which is probably why like we had this conversation, why I've been thinking about it. It's just been, yeah, there's just been different things brought up different times or re-brought up and just trying to like work through those in a new relationship with a new person new communication you know it's just it's doing it differently trying to do it differently Mm. and better but yeah we've definitely been having some of those struggles Mm. and trying to figure out okay how can we do this better yeah and i think you know i think that fighting has there needs to be like a second word for fighting. There needs to be like, you know, unhealthy fighting and healthy yeah. disagreeing. I think that it all just kind of gets lumped in and you say, oh, my partner and I have been fighting a lot. That can mean a lot. Yeah, it can mean so many yeah. different things just depending on who you 
are, who the other person is, how you interact mm-hmm. as a couple, and you know. But yeah, we we've been having. How some... what would you call like our recent discussions? I I always would like like revert back to the word discussions, but that's yeah. not really it either. Like no discussions what? is like what kind of ice cream should we get? You know. <laughs> Oh, hey, that could turn to a fight for some people. That can, yeah. But thankfully, yeah. you like Frankie and Joe's. It's all right. <laughs> I tolerate it. <laughs> no, I think um, I think we're still figuring that out. I think you know we've we've had some really healthy uh, conversations and discussions, if you will, and mm-hmm. healthy disagreements and healthy figuring things out. And quite frankly, we've had some unhealthy ones. And and mm-hmm. I think some of that comes from, and we've talked about that, I think some of it comes from past relationship trauma, you know, getting into, I know for, for me, I talk about it, you know, my therapist all the time is, you know, when we fight, especially if you're, if you're heated, if you're frustrated, if you're in the moment, we go into fight or flight, the yeah. central nervous yeah. system kicks on. And you are in fight or flight. And, yeah, you know, if you have two people, and I, I honestly don't know if which, which combination of those things is good. Because ideally, you're, you're going to get yourself out of that. You're going to take the moment to, okay, I feel myself ramping. I feel my nervous system. I can mm-hmm. feel it in my body. I feel it, you know, in... Here. every piece of me except for a couple and i know that i'm heading into that point and for you and i both being you know kind of uh intense individuals and we go into fight yeah you know? and yeah. and learning how to um still love each other in those moments or show each other love i should say because we love each other right. no matter what but show each other love in those moments and and take the step back and yeah. go, okay, I I am frustrated, I am pissed off, I am annoyed, whatever it might be, but I don't need to let my nervous system Take drive that. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this a lot. A lot of it comes back to our responses to things, and it's all the unhealthy responses being defensive. Mm-hmm. And that was a thing that I kind of like brought up, is like, I feel like I have become more defensive and I know a lot of it is from like past hurt and drama Mm -hmm. and so like I have my guard up because like I don't want to be hurt again and that's not healthy you know that's something like I was like I need to work on that because I'm seeing this side of me that is not okay it doesn't help foster a healthy relationship and I want to have that with you so it's like I need to work on that in myself this like new feeling of just like being defensive a lot um and turn and that turns into fight or flight mm-hmm. you know how do you react in those moments and yeah it's always kind of like fight back and even you know sometimes like it's that fight 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 back until we're just exhausted and then it's like flight like okay you know you shut down mm-hmm. even i shut down um you know but it's like that's that's not what mm-hmm. we want and that's just been a lot recently but yeah, I think, you know, just because we both naturally go into fight, I think even if I can, you know, kind of give my assumption is, and, and I'm, I'll am i share my end of it too, just 
for clarification, but I think some of that defensiveness is you going into a little bit of flight first. It's like, you know, you, you get defensive because you want to run away from a little bit of that conflict and which is understandable. It's a trauma response, right? Right. And you know, I do the same thing. I mean, I think we both have that trauma response where we feel, you know, we hear the other person getting annoyed or frustrated and I hate this word, but it's triggering. It, yeah. It, and, you know, I think both of us, you know, being fighters, I know that was a huge issue for me was, you know, it's like, okay, you know, that trauma response happens, you get triggered, if you will. And all of a sudden, well, let's drop the gloves. Here we go. Not <laughs> physically, but you know, it's an old hockey term of, you know, dropping the gloves, we're ready to fight. And I know for me sometimes now I'm so afraid to go into that because I don't want to be there again that I will go into that that flight mode initially, which probably comes across to you as equally as unhealthy. So we're figuring that out and and I'm figuring we're both individually figuring out how to better balance those moments and um, Mm -hmm. how to deal with the trauma responses and you know, how to, how to better communicate. It's like, cause anger, frustration, pissed offness, annoyance, those are f- totally fair, normal emotions. emotions. Yeah. They, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's how you respond in those moments or, or talk and, and how you, mm-hmm. you know, do you let those overtake the conversation, which we've admitted we have, mm-hmm. like we have, will be having a conversation or bring something up like okay like you know we kind of need to work on this but then it digresses into this like we keep spiraling down and like turning it into like other things like nitpicking on the little things yeah um and that is like letting our defensiveness like take over mm-hmm. is when we're just like we lose the bigger picture the thing that we want to actually talk about and work on or like find a solution to and we've like all of a sudden nitpicked these little things. Yeah. And then it's just like it turns into this like fight, mm-hmm. honestly. And then we fly because we're just like we shut down and then we never get back to that thing. Yeah. Which has just been like so counter- counterproductive. And then we kind of like, yeah, we get to a point where we're like, okay, I'm sorry. And we make up and then we move on. But sometimes we're like, okay, well, like we still need to go back to that thing. Yeah. that's happened on multiple occasions like mm-hmm. i've brought some up or you have and it just like derailed mm-hmm. by us allowing ourselves to get to that point of defensiveness and that fight or flight mm-hmm. but i do think it's been it's been really healthy and you know something i haven't experienced in i don't think not i don't say any but most of my other relationships where we do recognize that like the next day or you know later that day whatever it might be of Ooh, you know, we were we were fighting, and we got to the point where we were just fighting to fight, yeah. and we forgot to deal with that. And we'll bring that up to each other. And you've brought it up to to me, like, "Hey, babe, you know, I know you were the thing you were talking about. We never really dealt with that." And I've I've appreciated that about you. That you know, you've come to me, and I hope I've done it to you too. Yeah. But I just want to brag yeah. on you that you know, like, you have come to me after fights, you know, however long it might be later, being like, you know. I recognize that you you had an issue and we never really dealt with it. Yeah. And that's I think that's huge. Like, hey, we're we're human, we're we're gonna fight, yeah. we're gonna make mistakes, we're gonna have our 
triggered trauma responses and you know yeah i think those moments are again that drive to like you don't like it but want to fight with you want to work those things out like yeah and i want to go back to that thing that you brought up and like find a solution because it's like i don't want that lingering or carried Mm -hmm. into the next couple months and yeah but i mean to give a little context we are under like a ridiculous amount of stress for a new couple (laughs) yeah i mean the entire relationship has been that way i mean you know from job changes to kids to relationship changes to moves to to thinking about moves yeah like job changes that affect like our identity and schedule changes and yeah yeah lots a lot for a new couple that's like you know we've said like we're coming out of relationships we are coming with baggage like we need time to like learn each other and and you know learn to communicate with each other learn to heal on our own learn to be there for each other but then you add on all this other stuff and it's just like oh my god can we just get a break and just like focus on us yeah yeah but you know we that's i think in a lot of ways it's been a driver behind the podcast and and a lot of our our conversations have been because we've had to almost have this like accelerated you know approach to relationships because like okay we've got to figure a lot out real fast and you know that in and of itself is not the it's i I don't want to say it's unhealthy but it's not what we wanted no it's I was thinking about this, like, there's no cookie cutter for a relationship, but if anyone was in our situation, I would probably tell them, like, oh, you guys shouldn't start dating. (laughs) (laughs) Not as a bet, but that's our story, that's, like, our plan, that's how it's been playing Mm -hmm. out. From, like, an outsider's perspective, it's like, whoa, you guys, like, took on a lot, and, like, you haven't had that time to just, like, be together or really, like, slowly learn each other, but... It's also like I wouldn't change it. I'm not saying no. mention because again, there's no cookie cutter. Like it's everyone has a story and a reason for why we're in each other's lives, and I'm grateful for that. Like it's like okay, like I'm grateful that I have you with all this stuff to like figure it out with you. However, that happens. Yeah, I think you know in the worst way possible, it's like building like a really awesome foundation for us of. Like, you know, we're, we're having to drink through a fire hose a little bit, you know, <laughs> in our lives and, you know, it's, it's been chaotic and stressful and exhausting at times, but yeah, I'm grateful that you've been there for me and I hope I've been there for you and we've gotten yeah. through it together, yeah. you know, and oh, look at us getting sentimental now. <laughs> Ew. Let's talk about safe words. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you talking uh, about okay. here, Kayla? <laughs> so a part of like our conversation with like all of this is like when we get into those moments of fight or flight, mm-hmm. we know we don't want to be there, but we know that like sometimes we can we can recognize like okay, we're in this state of mm-hmm. defensiveness, this fight or flight. But how can we healthily, in a healthy way, mm-hmm. pull each other out, whether it's the other person or yourself, without being, like, condemning, without being, like, putting the blame on them? You know, we're like, how, 
like I, I asked because this was a big issue mm-hmm. for me and I you know I've always been like afraid to like call it out because it didn't ever work out right you know? and I told you that I was like I like I recognize and you recognize when we're in those moments but I'm afraid to like say like hey we need to take a freaking chill pill yeah because that has never worked out for me in the past right. ever so cracking a rolling rock for this part of the conversation <laughs> <laughs> so it's like how you know we were like how can we do this in a way a neutral way of just like mm. chilling yeah and we're like we need a safe word <laughs> yeah well you know the 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 reason i i think it was me that kind of like brought up the that you know like just the one word thing was you know i was thinking about it and it's happened in other relationships we'd both talked about that where yeah, you know, you're in the midst of an argument, the other person's heated, you're heated. And really, I think this more so focuses on the other person being heated. Yeah. Because the last thing someone and I'm sure we all can relate, the last thing that you want to hear when you're heated is somebody else telling you to calm down. What? You don't like that? Oh, I, I just I adore it, babe. Totally. But no, you know, yeah, 100%. right? Yeah. Like you're just yep. like, oh motherfucker, tell me to calm down again, well, you know. And from the other person's perspective, when your partner is heated, like you're on the defense. Mm-hmm. So we don't always say it nicely. And I recognize that. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't always say it nicely. Sometimes I'd just be like, You need to chill. Like you're yeah. angry. And that's not the way. Or or, you know, and I mean, for someone like myself, even worse, it can come across as passive aggressive. Yeah. You know, because now it's like the other person is taking, you know what, we're going to take a time out. Right. And it just comes across as really condescending. And right. it's like, yeah, it's you know, like, yeah. I don't want to be that. Like, yeah. It's so as we feel that, it's passive, but yeah. so I don't want to say that. Yeah. It's like, it, it's either, and, and that's the problem is that there's no like really good way because it's either going to be passive aggressive mm-hmm. or aggressive or some and it's not that it necessarily is it's just how the other person's probably going to take it in their state of mind so i had mentioned to you i was like you know i don't want to do that because i know myself i know my irritation things and Mm -hmm. and you'd kind of shared the same i was like well what if we just do like one word and let's make it something like obscure so that you know it's not it's not something like Excuse me. It's even related to like fighting, and yeah. so uh, we came up with pineapple. Pineapple, and all that means is you know what? We just need to take a minute. Whether mm-hmm. it's like go in different rooms, sit quietly. Maybe it's you know what? we just need to put on friends. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like just pineapple. Yep. And then we will come back and reconvene, or whatever. Or just maybe sometimes it ends there because sometimes it just does end there because then you realize afterwards like that was a waste of fucking time like why were we even talking about that yeah i'd rather just cuddle yeah and i mean like i think you know we were actually this was a a podcast that we had considered doing was talking about being addicted to chaos and you know maybe this is a preface to it but there are there is a certain amount of like us in stressful states and not just us i think people in general in stressful states you know, being addicted to the chaos. Yes. And, you know, just really, you know, almost fighting just to fight because you just want the chaos. It's almost comforting and relaxing to have fights because it's what you know. And it's where it's like, great. I, I know that 
if we're fighting, my nervous system can, be, can kick on, and all I have to focus on is the fight. Yeah. I don't have to deal with the outside world. And it's so, excuse me, it's fucked up, but <laughs> it's, I know I do it because my therapist tells me I do it, but you know, <laughs> but I, it's true. I, I think it's, it's a real thing, and you know, I've talked about that, that, yeah, sometimes the chaos is comfort. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes the chaos also means, like, it gives you a false sense of control, which mm-hmm. we're always looking for control. Mm-hmm. And so we create chaos because we're like, okay, I'm used to this. I know how to control these situations. Right, right. You know, so, yeah, it's messed up because it's not healthy. Like, boring is actually what you want to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, let the chaos be something more fun, like, you know, what trip are we planning next, you know? But yeah, yeah. sometimes life doesn't, you know, make that totally feasible, but, you know. There's always pineapple. There's always pineapple. And you made a good analogy. You brought hockey somehow to it. I don't remember because I don't watch hockey that much. You're like, hockey has all the answers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I really do. So I played, you know, I played hockey my entire life, and I really do think that hockey is the best sport in the world and, and especially for relationships and, and here's why so in the fights yeah well here's the thing it, it, it's a gentleman's sport right and, and people think i'm crazy when i say that but it is very rare that you that you really have a hockey player that that gets in a fight with a guy and has like true malicious intent on that person like, I've never not shaken hands with a guy I fought playing <laughs> hockey. And, you know, there's some guys that I didn't like out there, you know, for sure. But, you know, in hockey, if you have an issue with somebody or somebody, you know, takes a run at your friend or, you know, yeah. whatever it might be, you you go up to them and you say, you want to go? Yeah, I do. And you drop the gloves and you fight. And the referees, you know, and the linesmen kind of sit there and they watch you go for a little while. And then, you know, you, you battle it out for, you know, 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And then it's over. They come break you up or you fell in the ice. They stop you. And then they throw you in the penalty box for five minutes and let you think about what you've done. <laughs> and your team doesn't even get penalized, right? Like the only, the only thing is that you and this other person have to go sit and time out for five minutes. And then they let you out. And... 99% of the time, unless the fight like ended early because someone slipped, you're, it's over. Yeah. I made my point. You made yours. You punched me. I punched you. I feel better about myself. Do you feel better about yourself? Yeah, I feel better about myself. <laughs> hey, great fight. Awesome. I, I, I love this story. I'm going to totally digress mildly here, but oh. the last fight I got into is right before COVID. <laughs> and this guy and I were just, I mean, the whole game, just back and forth, back and forth. Well... He ends up, I'm a defenseman, so he's a forward, and he, uh, my goalie covers the puck, and this guy takes an extra whack at my goalie. Now, don't get me started on the irony of the goalie being the guy who's wearing pads that can stop a 90-mile-an-hour piece of rubber, but a little whack is just, like, totally uncalled for. Again, it's a gentleman's sport, right? Yeah. So, he does that Well, I absolutely deck this guy. Just, I sent him flying. I didn't punch him in the face. I just knocked him over. He gets mad. And uh, I go to skate away. I'm skating towards the bench. And the guy comes up, skates behind me, and does a really dirty move and takes his stick and takes out my knee. Just from oh. behind, like, takes my knee out. Ooh. And I look at the ref. 
And the ref kind of, he saw what I had done already and was kind of like, he kind of gave me the shrug, like, yeah. look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to babysit you guys. <laughs> so I get up, well, rip the guy's helmet off, oh. bop each other a few times. Oh. It wasn't even that bad of a fight. You know, we, I probably hit him two, three times. Yeah. He got me, he got me once really good in the mouth. I'll give him that. Uh. And uh, the funny part was we finish and we end up laughing together. <laughs> and like on the ice, we're laughing about it because it was kind of like it was. It was it. We got it out of our system. All right, you punched me. I punched you. We're done. And this guy ends up finding me on Instagram because we oh, both got geez. suspended because we both had too many fights that season. And he goes, oh, "Hey geez. man, really sucks. I saw we both just got suspended." I was like, "Oh yeah, sorry man." He goes, "No man, it's a good fight, you know." <laughs> so uh, oh, I, I I think it was one of the funniest I, things ever happened. Is, I've you know, not this, heard this story. Yeah, this guy just you know. Guy that I fought, didn't know him at all, uh. looked me up, found me on Instagram, and we just were laughing at the fact that we were both suspended. Like, well, see you in a few games. <laughs> so, uh, Does that ever make you want to fight less? Or have a little more, I, like, I guess the word's not control, but just like, maybe better judgment? Pick your fights better? No, it was a great reason oh. to fight him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's the perfect person to fight. Oh, okay. Because I guarantee he won't whack my goalie again. <laughs> no, that's a good reason. But, like, getting suspended for too much fighting. Well, that's a different issue. Okay. That's just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the joy no, of but it is a really good. It is. Now yeah. for life. Yeah, so Pineapple is just our five-minute major for fighting. Yeah. And um, Lines with going to come throw us in the box, and that'll, that'll be that. I feel like it's also a great parenting strategy. The hockey Ooh, and stuff. I like that. Test it out. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll we'll give that a run. <laughs> maybe it means that timeouts actually work for kids. Who knows? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, let's jump into our sips and situations okay. here. Yeah. Um, so, what are you featuring this week? I have two hawk Grenache Rosé from the Rogue Valley, where we just were. We mm. this was the winery we went to. My mm. parents with drank the whole bottle there. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking it here now, so yes. it's a really good, good one, especially right. chilled. Very nice. You know, I, I actually really like this wine, so I'm gonna cheat on my rolling oh. rock just a little bit and have a little bit of this rosé here. I'm throwing up. I, I <laughs> do kidding. like wine. Uh, know yes, this. you do. It's one of the things I love about you. So, this week uh, for sips and situations, we actually have um, someone who. Wrote into us, and both of us were pretty um, surprised at yeah. at this. Um, that was a really good one, yeah. It was really good, it, but more so we were surprised at who the person was, and, and they gave us permission um, to share this. Obviously, that's why they reached out. It was just someone yeah. um, really respect this person and really grateful they were willing to open up. And um, I, I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but they did send us a letter and... and um, so we just want to be really clear, and I, I know we talk about this a lot, but if anybody wants to share something or wants us to mm-hmm. share something, we're going to do everything in our power to uh, protect your identity and just not yes. not make this, you know, we want this to be fairly vague. So if, and we've already had this happen with other things, if you think this is about you, I guarantee you it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this person is someone that, that had reached out that we hadn't talked to, uh, well, I I don't even, we didn't even know them 
closely that, as yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there was someone who I, I hadn't talked to in over a year. Um, yeah. so, yeah. um, ah, thank you friend for, for sharing this with us and, and giving us permission. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and, and ironically, let me just preface too. this, the situation has actually come up now. What? With couple times. a couple times here in the last like two weeks with, with other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously something that that'll hit close to home, I think, but, um, so let me just read the, the letter again. I, I shortened it just a little bit for time's yeah. sake, but, um, it goes, dear wrecking crew. My husband recently decided he wants a divorce. I don't want one, but he has made it clear that he has given up on our marriage. I keep telling him that I'm willing to work to continue to try and willing to work on our issues, but he is still not willing. He has cheated in the past. I'm not sure if it has happened again or not, but I've forgiven him anyways, and I'm still willing to try to make things work. I'm devastated and don't know where to go from here. Do I keep fighting or do I move on? It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, it sucks to like hear that, see people struggle. Like, as divorcees, the idea of, you know, breaking up a relationship or marriage is, like, just hurts. It's just, like, yeah. it's, it's hard. Because it's, like, know the struggle. not Don't know the exact struggle or circumstances, but just know those feelings of just being conflicted and torn yeah. and wondering, like, what now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the... What would you say? I mean... I think if you reach this point and and I know I don't know if I've said this on the podcast or not, but before I was divorced and before I got married, I had promised myself I would never get divorced. I, mm-hmm. I to the point that like I would have said I don't believe in divorce. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of very extreme circumstances. It was very naive of me and I've obviously, you know, changed my tune on that, but um I still don't like it. I know we've talked oh, about yeah. it a ton. You know, we, we, we hate divorce. It sucks. Um, it's arguably one of the worst things out there. Um, and I think everyone who's gone through that would agree. Even if it turns out, you know, to be a blessing, you know, in disguise, it, it, it sucks going through it. So um, we never want to necessarily encourage it. But at the same time, in this situation, um, to, to quote Caller Daddy, uh, block him. Oh my, <laughs> my gosh. gosh um, I did. I went there. Um, this, this situation just frustrates me. Um, and I, I get it. I, I can sympathize and I, I can empathize. I, I, I can see it from both ends. In fact, because of, you know, my own relationship. Yeah. Um, it, I, think, I mean, I think it kind of answers like how much is too much or how far is too far. Yeah. Well, I think this is, yeah, it's a prime example of it. And I think, um, for this person, you know, friend, uh, you know, we've already talked about this and, you know, on a, on a one-on-one level, but um, you have to have some self-respect. Yeah. And I, I'm going to use another hockey analogy here. <laughs> you know, we used to say in hockey, leave it all on the ice. And if you can finish a game and feel like you left everything you had on the ice, even if you lost... And you, but you left everything out out there. It, you know, we said in boxing too, leave it all in the mm-hmm. ring. If you lose, but you left everything in the ring, you gave it all you had. You mm-hmm. exhausted every option that you had. Then, then you, you can you, walk away proud. Yeah, 
you yeah. you can you can hang on to your self-respect and yeah. walk away and sometimes things just don't work and i think this is one of those situations where um doesn't clearly this person doesn't respect you and it and the biggest thing to remember and to walk away, hold on to is like it wasn't a failure mm-hmm. you know you didn't fail yeah especially if you put it all out there you put forth as much effort as you can because you can't force the other person you can't change the other person yep. you can't make them mm-hmm. but if yeah. you did everything you could within your power then it's not a it's not a failure in mm. in the end like no. you didn't fail you you did everything you could and at some point eventually like yeah you just have to walk away and be okay and and be proud of that be proud of what you put forth you didn't fail you gave it your all yeah i agree entirely you know i think if you you know this person has shared with us on the back end that they've done they've exhausted the options and you know their their partner just continues to not yeah not want to do it yeah and um i don't know why um but um yeah you know sometimes you you just have to walk away and and you know i will share you know, from my end, um, I, you know, marriage takes two. Yeah. It take you know, there's there's always two two sides to every coin, and um, it takes two to tango, if you will. But I know for me, I don't know if I would have made the changes I've made in my life and become the person that I am today if my ex hadn't left. Mm-hmm. I really. I, I can fairly comfortably say I don't think yeah. that, that would have happened. Yeah. I needed to hit rock bottom. I needed to yeah. get that, you know, proverbial kick in the ass to uh, make some changes in my life. And it's not to say, oh, the whole thing was my fault. That's not what I'm getting at. But, um, you know, maybe for this this person, it it is going to take rock bottom yeah. for them to to change and show their partner respect. And <laughs> excuse me. Um, I think, yeah, that's a really good point. I remember a girlfriend of mine a long time ago was in a similar situation. And I said, I was like, you're not doing him, her any favors by staying in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, they have tr- changes. Obviously, they need to make as well. And they're not willing to do it now. For you, they're never going to do it. Yeah. Like, so you're not doing them any favors by staying and just tolerating. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're never going to grow or change or become a better person because we can all grow and change and become better people. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, sometimes we have to hit that rock bottom. Yeah. So don't steal that away, that growth away from them as well. Because um, in that, like, you're still showing them, like, love that you care for them because it's like you know what like i i want you to be a better person i want you to grow i want you Mm -hmm. to learn i want you to change that's not going to be for me and that's not going to be with me yeah you know yeah you know and and i think it's it's going to be it's going to be a bumpy road but you know i i i say this all the time 
when I was first going through divorce, I can't control the situation and I can't control my ex. I can only control me. Right. I can only control my thoughts and my actions. Right. And, you know, that's a, that's a growth thing for after, you know, you do separate, but, um, I think even, even in the process of, of making that decision to, to walk away or, or let that other person walk away, I should say, um, you know, you've got a lot of growth coming and it's going to be awesome if you, if you, if you let it, there's a lot of grief, yeah. you know, and it's okay to grieve it, you know, don't, don't feel shame around grieving, losing that. Yeah. It's... You go divorce, you go through all the grieving steps Yeah, and we've 100%. talked, talked about that kind mm-hmm. of. Um, and that's definitely topics for later, but you do. So, you know, don't be naive to that. Be prepared for that and give yourself grace. But also, like, know, have confidence in yourself and have that pride in yourself that you gave it your all and you're walking away with dignity. You're walking away with your self-respect and, you know, you're doing them a favor by hopefully pushing them on to change as well and learn a few things mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah you know don't don't look at it look at it as giving up because you're not the one giving, giving up. up yep and um yeah we feel for you mm-hmm. you're going through it and you know we'll we'll be praying for for this person and we're gonna be praying for their partner too that that they do um you know, kind of see the light, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. bounce off rock bottom and go, ooh. Yeah, because you don't want to wish them ill regards. No. Be like, huh, you you lost out. It's like, no, like, I hope you get something from this. I hope that you do change and become a better person, a healthier person, um, and work on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it does t- tie into just all the, like, how far is too far and, like, it takes two to get divorced. It takes two to have a healthy relationship and to work on things together. Yeah. All right, everybody. I think that is it for this week's episode. So thank you for listening. Um, yeah. We're going to be the typical podcasters. Like, share, give yeah. us a review. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Give us your thoughts. Give yeah. us your feedback brutally honest or encouragement like we can take it if we want it so preferably the encouragement but you know that's okay <laughs> uh, no we're grateful for you guys um the numbers are kind of blowing us away a little bit and we're just grateful for every one of yeah. you who listens and um for those of you who reached out and, and especially for the people that have um shared some of their personal lives with us and and yeah. Um, even the ones that have said, Hey, please don't put this on your podcast. You know, just the fact that, um, you guys trust us with, with parts of your lives that are obviously extremely personal and difficult. So, um, we're here for you. We, we always say we might not have the answers, but we're at least willing to listen and, you know, talk through it with you. And, um, so just thank you all for, for being a part of the wrecking crew and, and if you are couples out there that got some from today and make a safe word for yourself, share it with us. We'd love to hear all your creative, fun, safe words. Yeah, and uh, make sure that uh, you make them fun. 
because yes. we want we want to we want to be able to laugh and, and enjoy with you. So um, that is it. That's so it. have a good night, everyone. Good night.